The Spring 23 collections just arrived at Bloomingdale's, and they are everything. From neon styles for nights out to Mediterranean-inspired looks for soaking up the sun, you'll find the biggest trends and most obsession-worthy styles of the season. Set up a free appointment with one of Bloomingdale's expert stylists for help finding exactly what you're looking for. It's the new season, and Bloomingdale's is brimming with the very best spring fashion. This week on Androids and Aliens. So you do this like hard labor for them for yeah. years until you work your body down and then they'll allow you to have the gift of undeath. The crew ventures forth into a ghoulish world. Luckily, before you came here, Howie was able to give you the lowdown on the splice, specifically Orphis, to let you know the main business here is the necrograft industry. Where flesh comes by the pound for a price. You can smell burnt flesh in the air because to your left is one of these giant factories. You just see this gate that wraps all the way around the corner, taking up a, a whole city block. And the undead outnumber the living. But you don't see anything uh, uh, that would make you nervous. Just generally. (laughs) Other than all the skeletons and zombies (laughs) walking around. What gruesome delights await in the domain of the damned. Ah! Customers who bear the spark of life. You are most welcome at Gentle Sages, Necrograss, and Sundries. But do know that I will not tolerate any breathing on my wares. You breathe on it, you ruin it, you buy it. The adventure continues. It's got a real fun uh, image out in front. They're bright. I swear to Christ, Troy. If you bring that penis back, I'm going to die. Let me just show you real quick what it looks like. (laughs) No. I will give someone $5,000. I'm listening. To GM for me today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> one of the, one of those days. Oh, I'm hungover. I want to. Yeah. I want to see the money. You want to see the money? I'll write you a check. My checks are good. You got the money? You got the drugs? <laughs> I'll do it. You'll do it. For five grand. For five grand. Are you, are you prepped? No, but you didn't specify. <laughs> what would you do? You didn't say it had to be good. What would you do if I let you come back here? I'd take your, your notes and I'd, I'd run with it. Okay. <laughs> See what happens. This is a bad deal. All right, how about $500? <laughs> Since one, you're not prepared for one episode, for one episode, uh, I'm sure. Prepared. It's, I'm pretty, prepared. it's pretty, it's pretty I'm great. <laughs> you're I'm also prepared. assuming he has notes. <laughs> oh, if he has no notes, then I'm then I'm, then I'll just make it up. I started making this shit up 30 episodes ago. <laughs> I think Ellie. Yeah, Ellie, I am you actually do it. prepared. I have a winter adventureland pre- adventure. Ooh, prepared. that oh. sounds that sounds fun and yeah. brisk. Sounds very appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Because you guys have turned down the AC to like 50 in here. So I got a robe from Skid, and now I'm so warm. It is the middle of August, 100 (laughs) degrees out. We thought we would just record comfortably. When Ellie was sneaking, I can't remember you mentioned this on air, but there was a time when Ellie was like sneaking away when we weren't looking and like surreptitiously turning off the air conditioning. (laughs) And we were like, why is it so hot in here? And and she was like, you know, we were all in like shorts because it was 100 degrees outside. And she was like, it's so cold and we were like dressed in layers and she looked as a, looked at us if we had just said something so insulting <laughs> the idea of bringing layers anywhere yep, I'm now, sorry our, our climate varies yeah. and now the robe is here so now we're yeah. all, we solved it that was that was my but that was I, my hope I don't believe in layers in let me tell you something though you could not pay me $5,000 to put on Skid's robe you had to pay me at least 10 because I don't know where that robe's been <laughs> why is it crusty? robe's here <laughs> Well, I Why is it trusted down here? 
I, I feel like it has a story. It could be like wizarding stories. It could be well, sexy t- stories. It could be <coughs> con stories, which is technically the same thing. Why not all of the above? Yep. Por qué no los dos? Oh, you guys are looking at me like I have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. You checked out today. You finished your little air conditioning bit and then looked at me. I'm done. <laughs> I'm over here writing a check for Matthew. I was like, put the check on the table. We'll switch. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We're going we're gonna to do this. I, uh, we had a... Wait, what, what are you hungover from? We had a belated uh, one-year birthday party for my son yesterday, which was really just a party for my wife and I for, uh, you know, uh, successfully navigating one year of parenting. Archer seemed to have a really good time. Time. He had a great time. And then when he went to bed, Daddy just kept drinking. <laughs> I, made a, I made this thing, a jug of margaritas. and I, was, that the, was that what that was? Yeah. And so I had had a couple, and I was like, well, I just want to finish this off. I don't really have room in the fridge. So I pulled a, a whole solo cup full of it. And, of course, I mixed the drink, so it's half tequila, half mix. You want to taste the tequila. Yeah. Well, yeah. I woke up at 2 a.m. on my living room floor. <laughs> And my wife already went to bed. I don't remember how I got there. <laughs> it's like, I will say. We were watching the little people on T- TLC, and the little couple, and uh, I, uh, I fell asleep. That's what it's called. No, it's called the little couple. Um, and uh, I, I think we, we stopped it, and she's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, yeah, me too. And I woke up at 2 a.m. on the floor, and I was like, hey, aren't you? Where are you? We got a, want me to read a book? Where's the margarita? And I was just like, oh, where's daddy's margarita? God, what's happening? And I just, oh, I had no idea how it all ticked out. My wife went to work before I uh, before I woke up today, so I still have no, still no real up. idea what happened. You know, my wife uh, disapproves uh, of the concept of drinking at a one-year-old's birthday party. Hmm. She doesn't think this is a thing, and I was like, I think this is a, a thing, and now I guess it might be like an East Coast thing. Really? Because like, I've always gone to first birthday parties that are like huge... You know, Booze adult us. parties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you the kids ha- you are held, too young for like. So you yeah. held your daughter's first birthday party at a bar. I did. <laughs> I did a and bar she, in a store. And she left like an hour into the party. <laughs> I know. We just kept kept going. Well, <laughs> once you teach them how to use Uber, they're pretty safe to yeah, go right. home on their own. Yeah. <laughs> Babies right. are so grown up these days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she was. She was clipped to the side of a bar table. This is where the hook where you do like women put their purses. Uh, yeah, exactly. Something Gwen like that. Yeah. yeah. So I just fell asleep. <laughs> I was just resting on the mic, the fuzzy mic. Was it really always nice. it always cracks me up because I've seen it before. Like watching Troy just passed out on the floor. <laughs> yes, I've seen it before as well. <laughs> was one time when We've we all did, been there. We went to uh, we went to I mean, Pax East that one time, and like we we're all sitting in that suite. <laughs> and like Troy, I remember like the, the moment he passed out because he was trying to get to the bathroom and he was crawling <laughs> on the floor. He was like reaching for like water in the desert. And he just lost consciousness. And I woke up, but he was in that same position, like reaching for the like a frozen hiker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh, Functional is an adjective. Covers all manner of sins when talking about alcoholism, doesn't it? Well, I just I get very tired sometimes. Not when it's like time to go to bed or like when I actually want to sleep. Sometimes I just get really tired. And uh, (laughs) there was a a certain gathering at PaiserCon where Troy just. He got us all there and then found a, found a chair to sit in. Slept and in a chair. Out for the rest oh, of the once you see my head down and my hat over my eyes, you know that uh, people were taking pictures. I'm going to sleep yeah. Mode, yeah, the Paizo guys, they were uh, real. They they enjoyed that. Luckily, they, they had a good time. With no them. one drew any dicks on my face. <laughs> there was discussion. He's yeah, actually incredibly pleasant right before he falls asleep because he'll be like, "Hey, Troy, blah blah blah," and he'll just go <laughs> down, just right down. Right I'm constantly tired and I still can't sleep. Guys, let's play a little. Um, what is this? 
Starfinder. Uh, Starfinder. That's right. Starfinder. Oh. Uh, this is the the sun dead, the dead sun's <laughs> adventure something. And uh, we're in book three of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys clearly have a, a strong grasp of the plot. Um, yeah. I just want to say I could have done all of this so far without notes. Well, this is just. Does I'm that just, up my rate? I'm just warming up, Matthew. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> uh, no, I'm still, I'm still, I'm sorry, I'm still yeah. concerned about because you said that like there was stuff on the asteroid that we didn't find, right? Like, right, I'm, right. And I what guess, were those things? I am not at liberty to discuss those things. That's I don't the believe thing. they exist. If this was a video game, this is something. that's like, oh, shit, like I would look you it would up. Look it up. Yeah, right. I would immediately look it up. But, but I'm so afraid. Like, I won't even. I don't even want to know. You don't even want to the titles of the books in the AP. I'm, I'm right, sorry, right. For you're, fear of getting, you're spoiled. not at liberty. Is this adventure under audit? Right now, you can't release your taxes. (laughs) You said that you listen to no one. You bow to no one. That's what you said. I don't have the proper authority (gasps) to do. No, the problem is if I give you this information, it's going to give you information that uh, you didn't. We desperately need to move the (laughs) story forward. (laughs) And why would we do that? (laughs) Um, I mean, don't you think last session? Obviously, I'm making fun of uh, you not really having a strong grasp of what's going on. But I felt like last session, uh, certainly what Chizkisk told you. Now you have at least a, a clear path to go. Tell me what you think you know. Well, play a character called Yeah, we know that. You originally came out <laughs> well, here, here for what, what reason? And what do you know now? Well, we came out here because we are going to try to get a meeting with Juanita, who works at the Ministry of... Did vigilance, eternal right? vigilance, eternal vigilance. Who has just made her? Who has just become recently under uh, human? Who has recently become a dead a human right. historian? Not an Elibrian. obsessed with e- Eox. Mm. Right. So she's like an Eoxian scholar who became uh, Eoxian. She's a ghoul. She's a ghoul. She's a ghoul. She's a ghoul. Well, and what's a ghoul uh, to a goblin? she's uh, she's a little prickly. And yeah. she, uh, so, so we're going to go to her, and basically, from what I understand, Chiskis is like, just divulge all the information you have, which I believe is the corpse fleet was on the the uh, Star Eater spine, mm-hmm. r- trying to find this the location of the thingy, stellar degenerator. The, the stellar degenerator, the and, key, and they are whatever. at odds. We, that's a very important. right, and they're they at, odds at odds with, with the cult. The devourer, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so they found the cult and found the cult's uh, the log that was sent from Castrovel, which said go to X Y Z, the location. We be- we're like a hundred percent sure that they know the location and then scrubbed it, so we couldn't know and, the location. And the motivations of the cult is obviously to destroy everything, probably as the devourer of whatever. Right, but, but we don't know why the corpse fleet. Well, wants I would it. think that the corpse fleet would want to use this weapon as leverage to maybe leave the pact or have their own power. They seem to disagree. Or have their own country right. or something, or, or, or cr- make a, like a super universe where everyone's dead, like everyone's yeah. everyone's of, undead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, what their motivations are is beyond us, but it doesn't really matter because it doesn't well, matter if you're Starfinders or whatever. Everyone is going to want this thing for one oh, reason or yeah, another. Yeah, there's, there's no everyone. There's no reason for any power not to want it. Exactly, like, it's a great thing. But exactly. that, that's the interesting thing. I think I mentioned it last time was that the whole reason that Eox is undead is because they built their own super weapon. And it backfired. Hmm. Like that's why. Wait, was there no intention? I thought there was a certain. Was it no? They because it backfired. Then they started to ritualistically all go undead because they had no choice. Because it like uh, the energy discharge because they blew up the the twins, uh, which is now the asteroid, the diaspora. Yeah, uh, Damiano and Iovo. 
And so, yeah, so now it's the diaspora, but it's just like the discharge of energy, like, roasted the whole planet and turned it into a tomb world. Wow. And so, like, they were forced to, like, uh, become undead. To, to adapt. To adapt. Wait, yeah. we know that's true, or that's a theory? That's, no, that's, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's in the, yeah. But question, uh... And this has probably been cleared up a billion times, but the but the original drift rock that we went to that was part of the stellar degenerator, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that, if that's part of it, wouldn't that uh, wouldn't that mean that the stellar degenerator, god damn it, the the weapon is <laughs> broken? <laughs> yeah, potentially. Potentially, uh, for parts yeah, missing. Yeah, maybe it's yes. like it's been spread out into different universes to. Right, but if you actually got it. What's to stop to you getting the drift rock now? You know where it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's sitting fair. right there. But if you go with a whole fleet. It could be that it's, uh, it's spread out. It could out be in many different yeah, places, like, pieces. Drift rock also could have been like the housing for the weapon. The weapon may not be yeah. Yeah. as large. Yeah. Right. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. So, so basically, we think we have to go to this woman, unload this information, yep. and then I guess just wait to see what she says to do. I mean... She'll maybe she'll tell us about what uh, the intel she has about movements of the corpse fleet. Maybe she knows a, a home base of theirs in the diaspora or something like that. And we're gonna have to fight some people eventually. So if she is uh, does a double turn on us or is untrustworthy, then it doesn't matter because we'll be closer. If she's in league with uh, the corpse fleet, we'll yeah. just be able to fight them sooner, and we'll find them yeah. either way if she's trustworthy or not. But so far, there's no reason to think she isn't, and there's no. I mean, other than, like, she would be the worst possible person to be in their pocket because she is the one person yeah. who's supposed to be cataloging all of their movements uh, for the purposes of... I mean, she's the best person for the corpse fleet to have on the inside, but the yeah. worst person for us right. to have as right, like, right. Uh, a turncoat because then we're screwed, right. utterly screwed. Let's tell her everything. Well, what might help you in your search for answers and clues is the fact that you are now all sixth level. Yeah! yeah. 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 Six, six, six. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, we haven't leveled up in a long time. It feels like a long time. Yeah, um, I just like it. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's just really let's let, get it out in the open. I want to find out what makes a sixth level Starfinder PC so great. <laughs> and I want to start with Dr. Friss. Dr. Well, Friss. the main thing that I got is I got a new debil- debilitating trick. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, and it is, uh, so this is a new, a new thing that I can do if I, if I hit my, my trick attack. Uh, I have a bunch of different, so right now, like before I had the choice of, uh, of uh, putting them off, off target so I can give them a minus to hit, or I could make them flat-footed, I could you know, give them a minus two to their AC. Now I have an option. I can do bleeding shot. Ooh, I like it. Uh, For my debilitating trick, I can affect my target with an amount of bleed damage equal to my operative level. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's astounding. Which is pretty good. Not wow. so much on Eox, but <laughs> no, almost no. everywhere else so much in the galaxy. Eox and gangsters. Yeah. And you got to choose that or it's automatically given to you? No, I chose that. You chose that one, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it'll certainly come in handy um, on a different planet. Uh, <laughs> anything else of note? Uh, that was the big one. Okay. But mo- then it was mostly just, yeah. The skill points are so huge for me, so I got a bunch more skill points. Oh, obviously, sure. But, God, uh, yeah. yeah. So skillful. What yeah. about the good captain, Captain K? Uh, I got some more spells. Mm. Anything also, you'd like to share with the class? No. Okay. No. Uh, no. I also got an ability called Sow Doubt. 
in with Ooh, which I can I can expend a resolve. Don't point. speak. Yeah. No, just watch it. I love them. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> I love so doubt. I love so doubt. <laughs> uh, basically, I can as a standard action, I can uh, spend a resolve point to uh, make a target uh, flat-footed off target. Take a minus two penalty to saving throws or skill checks. Ooh, uh, no so save. It's like a hex. Uh, there, it is like a hex. There oh. is a save, but basically, but like a hex, it reduces it. it just reduces the number of rounds it affects. The oh, that's great. It's, it's much more costly than a hex because it costs the resolve point every time I use it. It costs you yeah, very life. Yeah, use it up. <laughs> Luckily, I, those resolve points. Luckily, I have yeah. more resolve points now. Oh, yes. good. So now yes. I can kill you. Now I can really get a, kill you. A new captain in, one that people will respect. <laughs> Spill water on my pants. It looks like I peed down one leg. I think you might have just peed down. Man, I don't, think, just peed. I don't think you're going to survive Archer's second birthday. Because this is just how the first one turns out. i got a year out. to prep. Uh, I don't think the second birthday is for the adults, though. No, then they actually have, like, friends that come. Friend, yeah, yes. Right now he has no friends. Well, we'll see. It's just me. You don't have time for friends. There's no time for friends. That age. Uh, <laughs> Captain Joseph O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> yes, First Officer Troy. Tell us about, tell us about Dax Shepard. Uh, What's his name? <laughs> How's Kristen done? Yeah, Dax Shepard. Uh, married to Kristen with Bell? Is that yeah. You should have uh, cast him as Dax Shepard. Yeah, I should have. That'd be fun. That would be good. <laughs> Dax Shepard also has a podcast. He does. A very successful yeah, podcast. Yes. He's huh. really cool. He's a good dude. Yeah, he okay. seems like a good dude. He's an uh, asshole. I know him. No, no, yeah. I don't know. No, you don't. He's successful. You don't He's know. the one that peed on my pants. <laughs> uh, I got punked. <laughs> he was on the show punked. Yeah, we, we got <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. He was. On, he was. On he punk. was. Yeah, he oh, was. I didn't one, know that. He that was, was one of the people they empl- Ashton Kutcher employed to set up the punking. Yes. Oh. So tell us about your stupid character. Uh, my, my stupid <laughs> character. Yeah, this will be quick. He got. Uh, a combat feat at sixth level, oh. and so I took a classic uh, deadly aim. Ooh. So now I can increase damage on ranged attacks. What is what is the penalty to your two hits to and it. the bonus? Well, damage? this is what's cool about it is it evolves with your character, but it's just minus two penalty to hit. And right now it's minus two to hit plus three to damage. Okay. And every two levels that goes up one. So oh, nice. Eighth, okay. eighth level will be plus four. Tenth level will be plus five. But it sticks at a minus two to the attack roll. That's cool. great. Um, That's great. Yeah. And. Uh, and I got another resolve point, but that also means uh, that changes things because now I have eight resolve points. That means now I need two to stabilize if I go down. Ah, so that's the yeah. first time that oh, is, yeah. is that true of anybody else at the table? No, e- e- I have seven. at the tablelium. I have eight I, as well. You do as well. Okay. Um, you don't have eight resolve points, Ellie. Nope. <laughs> she just shook her head very, very sadly. No, I, I, w- I thought you guys said I got an extra resolve point. I'm like, I got an extra resolve point, but I only have. Six or salt points. PG is a disaster. Your <laughs> <laughs> face disaster. is a disaster. Skin. That's why I'm saving her for the end. I know this is going to be so fun. So, what's your new third level power? Anything cool? Plus one to hit. I, I picked another class to get enough. Oh, try classing. Amazing. I've decided to take a level of envoy. Yeah, I was going to say, get him. Get him. That was such a fun ability. That was, fun. That was, a, that was a low key, really good alley, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to take a level. I can't do it. I can't do it. Grant Qualo came in at fifth. Woo. Didn't really earn those yeah, stripes. Coming in hot. You earned all of six. Tell me about a six level Qualo. So Qualo, uh, his uh, his his weapon, mm. his solar weapon, <laughs> crowbar, is now reformed into a blue. Somebody should make a bar and call it crowbar. Yeah, it'd be good. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> 
You should go there and have some hair of the dog, and then this episode will go a lot smoother. Uh, <laughs> Every time Troy makes <laughs> that, <laughs> Troy makes that noise when he some, finds something like tasty. He's like, mm. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's very often when Grant speaks. Uh, he has a tasty voice. <laughs> So my solar weapon is now reformed into a blue on one end sledgehammer on the other end Ooh. a spear. What in honor of Sarissa? I believe Doctor yeah. Friss and I have probably talked about this. Fla- that's just flavor because now it has two d six damage oh, instead cool. of one d six. Whoa, that's, 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 that's a, a pretty big one. jump. And I got a new stellar revelation. Rele- revelation. Hmm. <laughs> Relevation. <laughs> Called Corona, which you had too many of yesterday. <laughs> uh, it is a, as a standard action, when I am uh, photon attuned, mm-hmm. I can surround my body with an envelope of fiery plasma. I gain cold resistance 10, and any adjacent creature that hits you with a natural weapon or melee weapon takes 2d6 fire damage. Oh, wow. So, it's pretty, pretty sweet. sweet. That is fun. Hopefully you'll take out one of your uh, castmates with that. Let's go over to perhaps one of the best well-built characters in the history of any of our shows. Um, a true... A true lesson in how to build a character. PG. What, you, what are you doing? At sixth level. I got a... Grant is like spitting. He's so he's laughing so hard. It's just the enmity between the two of them, and I'm right in the middle. At the beginning of the episode, before we started, uh, Ellie was like, "Troy, can you see me over Grant?" And he's like, "Just lean back a little bit more." <laughs> and they've just been going on that for 45 minutes now. Yeah, I just don't understand why he doesn't want to see me. Um, no, I got a stupid like. Oh yeah, so now I can meditate, and well, for one minute, I get a stupid skill check thing. Oh, the so, si- sidereal influence? Yeah. What are your skills? that You you get like a bonus 1d6. What are your skills? I, then I'll, I'll tell you mine. Oh, okay. I'll show <laughs> yeah, it's you. Fine. We're like we're like we're like a talking shop, you know, as we level up. <laughs> we're like, exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, I got uh, I picked mysticism and culture. I did mysticism and diplomacy. Oh, nice. Oh, good job. Oh, good. Thank good. you, yes, Of course. Awesome. Uh, look at that. I'm going to add a 1d6 to that handshake. <laughs> Perfect. Plus three. For the record, Troy. <laughs> yeah. There is a crowbar and grill in Windsor, Vermont, Laramie, Wyoming, and Webster, Wisconsin. Among wow. wow. So your idea has been taken. A lot. By a lot. But I don't Several see people. one in New York, so you could do it. You could do it here. Uh, there's still be real cheap. thousands of dollars of mine wasted. Why don't, why don't you open a Roseanne bar? Wait, well, <laughs> well, oh, too. shit. There's one, there's one in Chicago called Ellie's Crowbar. Come <laughs> we have to go to there. Well, we wow. do our Chicago show. We have to go. Nope, it's in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, oh. hey, we're gonna be there in a few weeks. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be in Savannah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go there. Ellie's Crowbar and Grill. Ellie's yeah. Crowbar, Ugh. where all they serve is floof and doof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they give you free popcorn to wait while you're sitting there waiting or and or drinking. That's what they. That's that's the floof and do. That's the floof and do. It floofs in the microwave, and then you do it. Uh, what else for your dumb character? Well, I never dumb effect, ineffectual combat character has some new skill points. Yes, I got skill points, but no, mostly I just get. Um, I got a little bit more damage on my solar weapon. Okay. And I now uh, we're talking. I got like uh, one resolve point more, so now I have six resolve points. Good uh, for you. Nice. And I um and then maybe I'll buy some stuff, so I actually won't be as useless anymore, Troy. Well, that's to be determined. Yes. But will you still have to roll dice? Yes. <laughs> then you, you you risk falling into the Joe trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or Matthew yeah. trip. 
Oh, man. <laughs> she nailed you she again. Got me. God. Remember, you remember the parent trap? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, such a, no, um, such a good movie. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. That's it was a movie. before Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I was thinking of the Haley Mills version. Yeah, the Haley Mills. They're, bad, oh. they're both pretty good, though. Yeah, they're both good. Yeah. Was Kirstie Alley in a Parent Trap? Remake? No, that's a that's a Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen movie with Steve Gutenberg. Oh, but, but similar setup. There's a summer camp. There's twins. Yeah, yeah. But actually, they're not twins. They're like identical strangers. Oh, sorry, I meant the porn version of it. <laughs> it wasn't a good film. Oh no, my parents clap or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Let's play Starfinder. The plot really fell apart. I'm sure the original movie. We were great, d- we were discussing Rule good. 34 right before yeah. we went on the air, so it probably exists. This is listed as explicit in iTunes, right? I just want to make that clear. What a horrible movie! People listen with their kids to the show. All right. Good. Okay. He's already crying. I'm already crying. It's, it's dehydrating me. He has so little like ups. drink water. He has sucked this water on my leg. Here. That's all I have left. He's, uh, the water cup is shaking as he raises it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on the splice. Luckily, before you came here, Howie was able to give you the lowdown on uh, the splice, specifically uh, Orphis, to let you know uh, how it works here. And he told you about the the main business here is the necrograft uh, industry. In fact, where you are here on... uh, are you on Bone Spur Street, I believe I said? Uh, no, excuse me. This is Bare Knuckle Way. Uh, right up ahead is Carpal Spur Street. <laughs> Carpal Spur <laughs> Street. Here on Bare Knuckle Way, you can smell uh, like burnt flesh in the air because oh, to your left is one of these giant factories. You just see this gate that wraps all the way around the corner, uh, taking up a, a whole city block. Um, to your left looks like apartment buildings, and then up ahead you see uh, what looks like some sort of store. Um, the street uh, will turn, obviously, and Carpal Spur Street is where you're heading to go to the Ministry of uh, Eternal Vigilance. So, uh, yeah, take it away. Pretty cool map. We've never really done a map like this. It's just like a, a street. <laughs> right, yeah, where you're not you know, headed for constant it's combat. So, I, I, this is something that I've been so excited about because this is like when I was a kid like I played like a lot of D&D but I also played like top secrets and stuff that was like set in like a modern world and we just we we haven't done that Mm -hmm. and like just stuff like on the city streets it's just it's a new thing that's like it reminds me of something I really enjoyed so it's it's really cool yeah I was excited to get to this as well just because it this is what I think when I thought of what Starfinder would be like I thought it would be a lot of yes right Um, urban neon lit signs yes you know water dripping very Blade Runnery yeah Um, totally well now you're here and there's an actual map for it um uh, I Dr. Frizz is gonna do just a general perception check he feels like there's something off He's kind of on edge anyway. It might just be the music. <laughs> we were. Uh, There's no gosh. one else on the streets. Uh, occasionally, you'll see uh, uh, an undead uh, last, last, couple people walk by. And just last week, uh, you were talking about like we could see like a janitor, like a human janitor. Yeah, when you arrived, arrived on Eox, you yeah. saw all these undead just kind of walking around. Yeah, uh, but, but and like then also there was a human janitor that yeah. gave you an eye. Yeah. And and. And Joe and I, we talked about it after we, we took a cab. We cha- shared it to cab home. And and, uh, and you were like, 
PG. That's what PG could see. Like she saw that, and like, holy shit, that would be that would have been me if I had followed sort of the instinct yeah. of, of just this sort of person who has lost. It's such an interesting thing, the whole thing of like wanting to give up life for this. Yeah. So, yeah, so you do this like hard labor for them for yeah. years until you work your body down and then they'll allow you to have the gift of undeath. Exactly. Yeah. It's such a cool and interesting concept. I yeah, love it. It is. The, we're on the, I see there are a bunch of doors here. Are these like shops or are these buildings? Do they have signs on the right. Signs? They look like apartment buildings. Uh, I rolled a 14 on the perception. 14, general perception. Yeah, you'll, you'll see people uh, walking by, and when I say people, they're all undead. Um, some of them are just skeletons. Some of them have the elongated craniums. Uh, from time to time, you'll see some that just have, like, uh, pale, decaying skin. Um, but they're all just walking about, going about their daily Ugh. business. Some will go into the factory. Um, what and, about... And uh, this, this map is only showing you, a, a, obviously, a small portion of what this whole city is like. But you can see in the distance other buildings, just people coming and going about their daily business. But you don't see anything... Uh, uh, that would make you nervous, just generally. <laughs> Other unsettled. than all the skeletons and zombies <laughs> walking around. Well, remember the uh, outside Gavilas Noor? Yeah, three janitors. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we know where we're going? Do we have an idea of where yeah, one yeah. it is? Yeah, you need to go to you know, up into the left, forty-eight Carpelspur Street. All right, let's go to forty-eight Carpelspur Street. Uh, is anybody armed? Like, do people carry weapons around here routinely on uh, the street? You don't see any weapons, but that doesn't mean they aren't carrying any. Okay. Uh, you guys already stick out like sore thumbs since you are yeah. alive. Well, we walk to... Uh, Dax will walk to the end of the street here. Okay. Walk to the end of the street, and uh, I follow. Qualo goes. I think we better well. stick together. Yeah. I will qualo you anywhere that you may go. So you can see up ahead, there's uh, three buildings here visible on Carpelspur Street. The one right in front of you is, uh, it's called Gentle Sages Necrographs and Sundries. Um, and it's got a real fun uh, image out front. Uh, it's, uh, they're bright. I swear to Christ, Troy. <laughs> If you, if you bring that penis back, I'm going to die. Let me just show you real quick what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there are bright tubes of neon pinks, greens, and blues forming a large sign outside of this rusty storefront. It says, Gentle Sages, Necrographs, and Sundries. It reads in a swooping font reminiscent of handwriting. Fluorescent paint finishes the display with an image of a rotting, undead humanoid in a deeply cut chiffon shirt, revealing a vestigial undead head protruding from oh. one shoulder. And both of the vestigial head and the undead person are wearing top hats with monocles. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Wow. When you're blue and you don't know where to go to. Uh, Gentle sages, necrographs, and sundries. And then the building right next to that uh, appears to be the Ministry of Eternal Vigilance. Are there any other shops? There's another door uh, to our right as we're facing. Is that just another door of the same shop? Yeah, same shop, same okay. door. Wow. Um, yeah, you don't see any other shops, but there is another building on the other side of the Ministry of Eternal Vigilance. Um, you could take a look there before you went up there to the door if you wanted to. Um, Does anybody want to go into this gentle sages uh, place? Yeah, let's see what they have for the living. Maybe they have like a tiny section where like they just keep like, like they, sweet augments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what can you buy? I mean, I, I just looked it up like on, on Hero Lab, and you, I can see a ne necrocortex. Is that the kind of thing they sell? Uh, necrocortex, probably necrocortex and necrografts. 
Yeah, they're various. No, necrocortex is a necrograft. Well, they, well, yeah, but there's necrographs that are also uh, augmentations, and necrocortex allows you to control undead. Yeah. Right, but but like uh, I think necrographs are like replacements of body parts, and so there is a necrocortex MK1 that is a re- releases a significant portion of the brain. Yes, and that allows you to control undead. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! By the way, right behind you, you now see the uh, the name of the factory is called Fleshworm Fabrications. It's huge. I mean, you can see on the map, it takes up a whole city block and rounds the corner onto Bare Knuckle Way. Um, but yeah, you want to check out Gentle Sages? Do you, does anyone, any of us have any interest in any necrographs? No. I mean, I have interest in getting things that can improve my combat abilities as we enter, you know, enter this planet. I'm and I don't know what's in there. Yeah. I just want to I just want to see what they have. Yeah. All right. Uh, I just don't want to... I don't know. I feel very unsettled here, and I think that going into beefing place. myself up... Because I, I mean, I, I'm sitting on some credits. Wait. So, you know, I feel very unsettled by this undead planet. So let's go into a store where we can graft undead <laughs> shit to ourselves. I don't know that that... I'm going in for the sundries. <laughs> you go in for what you want to go in for. I don't know what the sundries are. The I just, stay for the sundries. I just, sundries <laughs> might be a double-barreled automatic... Machine gun dildo. I don't I just know. need some jerky for the road. <laughs> it's so it's the, like you can even get glands, like yeah. stuff for your throat. That's like, can you imagine? Like a venom gland or like yeah. a, a dragon breath. A ghoul gland is also being sold. There's a lot of weird shit. Make sure that you have Dead Sons clicked on your uh, Hero Lab because Hero Lab, it will uh, bring up oh, cool. all the possible necrocasts. Oh, but there is you know a weird uh, connotation to it as well that may leave. Uh, some of you unsettled to just know how it's made, and there's, there's a bit of evilness, uh, evilness to it, I think. Huh. Um, but then again, do whatever you got to do to succeed. So you want to step inside uh, the Gentle Sage's yeah, store? Yeah, All right, so you walk inside. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> a little bell rings. <laughs> uh, and it's clear that the owner or owners of this business has gone to great lengths to build a brand that's refined and has the veneer of luxury, even though uh, this building is located in a pretty shitty, seedy part of town. You uh, you see around you the inventory of the store consists mostly of necrographs, but also includes a few biotech items, um, and they're all displayed on plush pillows um, and some within, like, curtained shadow boxes. Oh, Eyeing you warily. You? I, was, I was reading more about necrographs, and basically they can do any anything an augmentation can, or any biotech or augmentation can do, but they can be installed for ninety percent of the normal cost. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's like a little uh, discount there, a little discount for being not alive. It's gross. Sorry, Troy. No, I was going to say, eyeing you warily from behind the counter is what appears to be the shop's proprietor. Uh, he's just standing behind this cheaply gilded counter. Uh, and it is an overwhelmingly pale and quite thin man, you're pretty sure. You can see that under his top hat uh, that he wears, there's like a small crack in his skull revealing brain tissue underneath. Um, and if you catch a little glimpse of his wrist above his gloved hands, there looks to be signs of decaying black skin. Um, he's dressed in a cobbled-together sort of uh, archaic finery with a patchwork-tailed coat, uh, this dingy top hat, a dented monocle, and a gold-colored cane that he's holding, uh, covered in uh, greenish patina. 
And of course, uh, just like the sign outside, he has a small vestigial head oh. protruding out of his shoulder in a rough shirt. <laughs> wow! It's like it has a monocle like stapled onto it, <laughs> and oh, a top man. hat tied on, and the head is just <laughs> I'm staring at you. And everywhere you move, the head just kind of follows you. Oh. I'm kind of I'm kind of starstruck. It's like me- meeting Mr. Peanut. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's an undead it's Mr. Guy, Peanut. It's the guy from the sign. <laughs> He uh, he sees you come in and is kind of eyeballing you, and then he speaks up and says, "Ah, customers who bear the spark of life, you are most welcome at Gentle Sages, Necrofacts, and Sundries. But do know that I will not tolerate any breathing on my wares. It conveys the stench of the living, don't you know, which is most off-putting for my normal clientele. You understand, I'm sure. You breathe on it, you ruin it." You buy it. Two of us do not breathe, my friends. The android and myself. I ooze a bit. These three you might need to look at, however, yes. All right, then. I'll keep my eyes on those three. And the very little vestigial head just keeps following you. (laughs) (laughs) Mouth open. That's so weird. I'm going to see that in my dreams. (laughs) Just rotting skin. Taped a stapled-on monocle and a taped-on top hat. Oh, God. What are some of your most popular selling items? Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. We sell chips and... Uh... Sour Patch. Yeah. Sour, sour Patch. Are, yeah, sour Patch what have been doing well. You can have some floofandries while you wait. Uh, I have lots of necrograps uh, uh, with an item level of eighth or lower. <laughs> Wow. So that's a 50% chance that I'll have any biotech item you may need. Wow. 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 So the things on the pillows, they're not that particular. That's just for flavor. Like, they're, uh, they're just saying they, he has biotech. Up to eighth level? Yeah. Uh, no, if you start looking around, you see uh, what looks like a black heart. Sitting oh. on a, on a on a table, uh-huh. uh, or on one of these, uh, just like it's not beating. It's just a black heart uh, sitting on one of the pillows. Um, you see, um, a, one thing looks like a collection of nerve endings oh, wow. um, wrapped around skin. Something that looks like uh, uh, can be implanted into the throat. Um, uh, one pillow that just has various glands. Laying on it, oh man! Uh, and then uh, a box that just has motes of uh, multicolored light bouncing around inside of it. Wow. Lots of weird wow. shit. Another box that just looks like it's buffeted by like wind inside of it. Wow! Lots of weird, weird stuff. Chris is just—he is fascinating. About this is something he doesn't know a lot about, but he's like he pulls out his like scanning kit and he's just like intently like studying everything on these pillows. Can I enter to anything particular? This heart. Yes. What does that do? Oh, that's known as a black heart. It can augment any major circulatory organ that helps sustain life in a living creature, though it most commonly augments a heart. It is a strip of necromancy-infused undead flesh that turns whatever organ is attached to it to a deep shade of ebony. Ooh. I don't like that. 
That's all it does? It just turns it ebony? Oh, as for its power? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I need a cosmetic change to my organs. (laughs) (laughs) If you were to take the black heart, you would uh, gain the benefits of environmental protections of armor, even while not wearing armor. Ah, interesting. That lasts for a number of days equal to the Necrocraft's item level. And these, what, what of these... Uh, pointing what? to the, uh, <laughs> nerve, what are you the nerve endings. <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> put Char- your, put Charlie, what is he pointing at? You put your monocle head. back on. <laughs> Charlie, what is he pointing at? Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is he drilling? Is it like drilling? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not daddy's ass. That's that's a, they, can't really, uh, they can't see your face on the radio. Yeah, I know. Right? It's, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing it for you guys. Oh, uh, so you want the nerve endings? <laughs> the nerve endings. Ah, yes. they're known as shadow nerves. They're long strands of partially incorporeal undead nerve fibers that have strong connections to the shadow plane. Are you familiar with the shadow plane? I am not. Oh, well, these nerves would allow the recipient, perhaps you, my biomechanical friend, to navigate a path that exists partially in the material plane and partially in the shadow plane. A number of times per day equal to its mark... You can take a guarded step of ten feet as opposed to five. Wow. That sounds like Joe O'Brien. As long as you're not in an area of bright light, for it is the shadow plane you would be doubling in. There is very... Right, Charlie? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that right, Charlie? (laughs) There is very little bright light in my life. This could be very valuable. How much does it cost? (laughs) Oh, it's priceless. Okay, then. Have a good day. (laughs) (laughs) So we just take it? Yeah, there's no price. How do you pay for rent? (laughs) Depends uh, what mark you want. A mark one? Mark one. Would be 200. Mark two, level six, would be 4,000 credits. (laughs) What's the difference? How do I do that? You two times per day that you can do it. Uh, Dude, once a day, a 10-foot guarded step? That's pretty sweet. That's pretty all right. Only 200 credits, and all you have to do is graft it onto your skin and let the darkness enter you. <laughs> Shadow nerves. Shadow nerves. What else? What else was there? There was the heart. There was. Where were the glands? They, oh, they the those there. Oh, those are wonderful. They're called ghoul glands. Ghoul glands. Yes. Here, look. Get closely. And you, if he holds them up, he says, "See, look." And it's a series of like hundreds of tiny little glands. Now that you look up close, oh. these are tiny undead sweat glands that would be Ugh. installed all over your skin, lizard lady. They pull energy from the body and mind of the recipient and use it to create a staggering or paralyzing effect as a standard action. A number of times per day, equal to the necrograph's mark. You can activate the glands and attempt to touch a foe. That would be against their KAC. And that target... Wait, I tell you about the target. You would have to succeed at a fortitude saving throw or be staggered if it's Mark 1 through 3 or stunned for Mark 4 and 5 for 1d4 rounds. Speaking so esoterically, I don't... I think we should just have... Cool. We should spend the rest of the episode just having this guy read things <laughs> yeah. out of the armory. Of the Did armory. I tell you about the vampire voice? <laughs> oh, that what? attaches to your vocal cords and it grants you a supernaturally threatening tone. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I, like I could use that. 
I yes. Uh, well, PG, PG. What, um, what would you like, little monkey? Well, every, well, well, you guys have been looking at stuff. I think she is really looking at um, Charlie. Char- <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. Um, she's been looking at something. Uh, it says sc- corpse skin. Oh. And uh, and she's been, she's just looking at it and being like, huh. And it says that you take a two minus penalty to perception checks based primarily on touch and gain a plus two enhancement bonus to saving throws against pain. Ooh. But it's mostly a fashion statement. Yeah. It's like you could do your bangs or you could do this. (laughs) Yeah. He walks over to you. Oh, yeah. I see you fancy the corpse skin. Can I interest you in some new skin? Well, you talk, it says that it insulates against cold. Oh, yes, but uh, though it lacks the sensitivity of living flesh, it uh. would make you warm. Ah, in- interesting. I, uh, no, I just, I, uh, and she says loudly, clearly, I, this is very wrong, right, Dr. Friss? We shouldn't be doing this yeah, to our Dr. bodies. Dr. Friss is just, like, shaking his head. But she, uh, meanwhile, she unconsciously scratches some of her old scars. Mm. And she's just like, huh, could it uh, cover things done to your body? Absolutely. I'd have my personal assistant help you put it on if you'd like. Charlie? (laughs) He'll use his teeth. Teeth? Uh, I don't think the teeth would be necessary. He doesn't have any hands? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, just mine. Yes, uh, no, I, I, um, and she loudly says, no, I'm very not interested but maybe later she says to the innkeeper or shopkeeper I get the feeling that you're all wasting my time Charlie and I have many things to do today if you don't want to buy anything perhaps you take your breath and leave what are the sundries you have oh candy (laughs) we have candy nickel a nickel a piece <laughs> Were there originals in a bowl? Yes. <laughs> Are they really old candy? No. They just came in today. <laughs> I'll take some candy. But they're all expired. But I would like to, uh, <laughs> but I would like to go to a regular candy. shop as well uh, before we. Are you telling me this isn't a regular shop? <laughs> That's really oh, rude. <laughs> You've insulted Charlie. Just look at him. <laughs> oh. uh, well, uh, do you fix broken weapons here? Ah, only broken hearts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you have a broken heart like the android? I, uh, no, my, my heart is fully functioning, I believe, and she, she feels it just to make sure that, she, that it still exists on this awful planet. No, my heart is functioning. What about you there, many eyes? You look like a fighter. Maybe you'd like a bone blade. What does a bone blade do for me? I have... And he pulls out his newly formed solar weapon. It glows blue. Sledgehammer on one side. I have the Sarissa at my arm currently. Very cool. But but a bone blade is built right into undead arms and then grafted onto the recipient. It can be retracted into the limb, making it impossible to find without inspection. You want to get on a plane with this thing? They'd never know. And you just extend it from your wrist for combat. It's a swift action. And you can't use that hand to hold anything else. It can't be disarmed, but it can be sundered. It regains hit points if it's hit. 
It's really cool. <laughs> I already have three arms. I think a fourth would just be overdoing it. No, thank you. Do you have any crystals for a weapon like this? Or do you know of a place where the mysteries of the universe are sold? You could go to Bonesmith's. Two doors down, they sell weapons and armor. Perfect. Let's go there. Let's go there now. I, uh... Unless anyone wants to buy something. Yeah, Dax is standing there. He's like, I would like to buy something. Oh, a customer. Did you hear that, Charlie? You get to eat tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what did it be there? <laughs> uh, I'm going to buy Mark I Moonlight Fibers. Oh, yes. Yeah, that one of our top great. sellers. What does it do? <laughs> Why didn't you say that earlier when I asked you what the top sellers are? Oh, leave it. now it's, it's our first sale today. It's our new top seller. Uh, <laughs> this is a slow. Put it on the leaderboard, Charlie. I we think. sold one, finally. Someone bought that crap. <laughs> oh, yes, Moonlight Fires, they augment. The well, I think my friends would like you to read the description of the uh, item. Yes, mm. please. It augments the interface between brain and muscles, letting you briefly act with alacrity. As a swift action. You can act as though under the influence of the haste spell until the beginning of your next oh, turn. Uh, As a reaction, you can use your necrograph to re-roll a failed reflex-saving throw. After either use of your moonlight fibers, you're staggered for one round. You can use it a number of times per day equal to the necrograph's mark. So can I interest you in a mark five... <laughs> It's only 775,000 credits. <laughs> but I'll give it to you for 774,999. I'll just take the Mark 1, thank you. All right, that'll be 200 <laughs> credits. All right, you need some help installing it. It goes right into your spinal. Dr. Frill, is this something? Thank you. Installation. You sure you don't want Charlie? He's very deft with his tongue. And he just shakes his shoulder in the head, just like <laughs> bobbing around. Um, you know, when you install this, you're going to get a new creature subtype. Really? Of Necrograft, and you'll be detectable as undead. Wow. Really? So wow. That's pretty cool. Wow. I'll do it. I don't care. I don't care what I'm detected as. Yeah. You're also damaged by spells that damage undead. Huh. Damaged by spells that damage undead? Yeah. Interesting. According to Archives of Nexus. I like it. There's like a consequence to all these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah. I want to do something. Ever since the beginning of the game, I wanted to do some kind of like weird augmentation. Yeah. No, but it, uh, it makes sense to like, any. The way you're saying you got your hair done and got some tattoos. And yeah, exactly. Like you're like exploring. Like, right. Exactly. He's trying stuff out. Get out of my store! <laughs> <laughs> We're all, yeah, the, the five of us are up at the front. They're just yeah. being like, no, Dax, you should really try it. Like, I know it has some drawbacks, but uh, he's like, no, I think it'll work on me. And he's just like, get out of my store! <laughs> like, tapping a sign, like, no yeah. loitering. Like, <laughs> Enjoy! Don't come back! Uh, all right, I also want to go to this place two doors over yeah. if they're yeah. selling weapons and armor. Bonesmith's Boutique. Yeah. Yes. All right, so you, you go past the Ministry of Eternal Vigilance, and you're standing outside uh, Bonesmith's Boutique. Window, windows covered with mealy boards and one lopsided automatic door adorn the outside of this dingy one-story building. Above the entrance is a hologram of a bizarre, ostentatious hat made entirely of tiny bones and the word Bonesmith's Boutique. Merchandise you can trust. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, no. PG is gonna be like, oh, I um, I forgot my uh, spoon at the other store. I'll be right back, and she hurries back. <gasps> 
and buy some corpse skin. Oh, oh, I, I got a special one for you right here. It's our new top seller. Yes, just quickly. All right. But do it, you want Charlie to help you put it no, on? No, 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 no. I'll do it myself. You sure, you will. Hurt just Charlie's feet. Hurry up. <laughs> All right. Do you want it gift wrapped? Damn it. <laughs> I love, have you seen Love Actually? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the scene I was thinking of. Yeah, slow exactly as Ro- Rowan Atkinson. Like, <laughs> uh, just give me one second. I gotta use Charlie. He no, helps no. me tie <laughs> the bow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now where did I put, put my ribbon? Oh, you gotta put God. those Tootsie Rolls in it. Flower petals. looking out to the window and seeing if Dr. Frisk can see her. She's like, hurry up, hurry up, please. Well, if you're gonna be rude, just take it. And he throws it in you just... Slowly goes down. Oh, Oh, that's great. Don't come again! And you leave. And you come back. He's an ornery shop owner. (laughs) uh, You're outside of uh, Bonesmith's Boutique. Merchandise you can trust. I want to do a sense. Friss wants to do a sense motive on. On uh, TG. I thought you were going to do a sense motive on. Can I trust this merchandise? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 30. Damn it. PG. Oh, natural 20. <laughs> oh! What's the total? What's your bluff? 28. Oh. Okay. So first you suspect Busted. something's a little off. She yeah. didn't g- just she, get a spoon. She didn't forget a spoon. So Friss is like, I mean, he, she's free to do what she wants. But he is extremely concerned as her physician and, and the psychiatrist that this is leading her down a very, very dangerous path. And as an archaeologist as well. And as an archaeologist too. I'm try- always trying to uncover the truth. And so, yeah. So and he's as a like, gunner, and as a gunner, I'm always trying to aim at the heart of the matter. And as a marine so, biologist, as a marine biologist, this is a whale of a problem. So, <laughs> and here's your bottle cap. <laughs> oh, you earned it. That was good. I just threw him a penny. I don't know. If I'm <laughs> That's fine. Um, but no, he's like he's he's very like he's very he's concerned like for the state of her soul. Like he's he's very. Like right. worried that like this is going to end in her destruction. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's always just like keeping an eye on on you, like PG, like at all times. And she knows that he is like, and she wants to impress him. Like I think she wants to do good, but it's like one of those things that she can't. She is probably like she's a weak soul in that way that she does. She's easily impressionable, and so I think she she knows that she's not. She's vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, like, she, I think she's she's very vulnerable to this because, like, she's unsettled. She's she's out of her own time. She's undergone, like, trauma. And she sees this as some kind of cure or pathway to some some kind of, like, solution. But Friss yeah. believes that this is this is a bad end. Yeah, yeah. No, I so. think she she knows, but that's why she's trying to keep it away from him. Right, right. Um, yeah, so a little, little, little uh, mental exchange there between Friss and PG. I don't know if PG catches uh, Friss looking at her out of the corner of his eye. But uh, you go into Bonesmiths, and uh, behind the counter you see a skeleton wearing an elaborate pirate-style outfit and the same strange <laughs> bone hat depicted on the sign outside. She opens her mouth wide like... The skeletal equivalent of a smile. So is all is all of their signage just depictions of the proprietors? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, <laughs> in costume. And you can see in her empty mouth or, or her empty skull just like several golden teeth. And she says, uh, it's a woman. Uh, she says, ah, breathers. 
Welcome to Bonesmith Jacqueline's Boutique. We've got everything your little beating hearts might desire, and probably more. Yar! I'm a pirate today! <laughs> yes, Mara's blessing upon you, my pirate sister. I don't know who that is, but it sounds nice. The goddess of all piracy. I believe you. Okay. <laughs> is this just a put-on to sell more weapons? Uh, just, it's today's Halloween! Oh, I did not. Halloween. I'm going to a party right after I close up shop, and I'm going to a, be a pirate. Is this a pop-up store? <laughs> it's, it's, it's only open for six months out of the year. God. Do we have the pleasure of addressing Bonesmith Jacqueline herself? Oh, you do, me hardy. I'm Bonesmith Jacqueline, and this is my boutique. <laughs> Now, what can I get you? We have weapons, armor, sundries. What kind of sundries? Oh, candy. It is all Halloween. It is Halloween. That's why you're going to treat there, lizard lady. Treat. Oh, I, I don't have any of those. <laughs> the kid. Sorry. A bunch of kids came here. Really? <laughs> I took all the treats. I only have trick candy. <laughs> but now Now you know it's a trick So it won't be funny When I give you this piece of gum And it turns your tongue black I love this planet <laughs> So far everyone has been very nice It's like a planet directed by Tim Burton yeah. <laughs> Tim Burton and David Cronenberg Does some of the set design It's like uh, Coco Have you seen that movie? Yeah. yeah Like this is the perfect ideal death world you know? Yeah El Dia, El Dia de, de los Muertos Yeah um, yep, yeah, no, PG, PG's gonna drop her uh, broken uh, plasma rifle on the counter and ask, Hello, is it possible for you to fix this uh, for 60 oopies? <laughs> What's wrong with oopies? Oopies? Have you and waffles? What's wrong with it? It's broken. It's kind oh. of broken. And is that the normal cost for it? Six, uh, yes, ten times my le- ten times my uh, weapon level. Okay, and she's like, "Oh, I could fix it, but it's going to cost you eighty. Damn it! Uh, do you have eighty? Dex. Uh, we'll you take our pay. business elsewhere. <laughs> Slams the door open, <laughs> storms out in a rage, and then shoots up the front of the place. <laughs> Shattering the fluorescent bulbs popping. Start spelling out words with the bullets. Don't shop here. Yeah. Yes, I have eighty. If you so weak-willed, no, you just shrink. But we don't have to bullshit. You just paying credits. I mean, it's equivalent to credits, right? So you can just pay credits, and then she has UPBs. Then you can UPBs. As if it's pronounced oopibies. According to Ellie. It's canon. Get a repaired in Uppsala, perhaps. <laughs> oh, yay! Um, no, but, um, but like, uh, no, but, uh, lady, I, uh, I will buy other things from you as well. Like, uh, why would you be like this? Why? I thought we were friends. I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> we were friends. The first time we met. This is the first time we spoke. <laughs> Why would you think that? We've <laughs> <laughs> literally never spoken before now. <laughs> no, wait. The, the genuine, <laughs> quizzical nature of that. I don't even know you. 
I'm just picturing myself going to like Models on Steinway Street and the guy being like, that'll be $14.99. I'm like, come hey, on. What man. the hell, man? I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> the prices are set by corporate. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not haggling. I, I can't bargain with you, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't bargain with you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, oh, but she maintains the like. She's like, come on, come on, buddy. What? What else would you want to buy? Uh, no, I mean, my friends here will buy a bunch of crystals, and uh, we will buy a bunch of um. Uh, what, what else will we well, buy? Well, what sort of weaponry do you have? Do you have any plasma weaponry? Oh, the best in town. The only in town. They're pretty good. <laughs> He'll start shopping around. He wants to look at the weapons. Why do you want plasma weaponry? Because I want a specific plasma weapon. What are you uh, looking for? What specific weapon? Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. It's, uh, it's amazing if they have it. It's called a Yellow Star. Give me a second. Yellow Star Plasma Array, it's called. It's a heavy weapon. A heavy yellow plasma star. rifle. Um, yellow. Oh, wow. That's a level seven. Level seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for 6,300. Uh, you have that much? What's that? You have that much money? Yeah. I have a little over 7,000 credits. Oh, I don't have that much. I have, like, a little over 5,000. Yeah. Really? Me, me too, a little over 5,000. Yeah. I have, right yeah, I, six. I have 6,000. Oh, Maybe I did cheater. my wrong, but I don't, I don't think I did. I think I did it right. You've been buying everything for free on Hero Lab? No. <laughs> Check and buy for free? I haven't bought anything. <laughs> they've, been, they've been skimming off the top, O'Brien? Yeah, I mean, my, my current, all my current weapons and armor, I didn't buy any of Wow. Pick them all up. Right. Oh, oh right. Okay. Well, that, yeah, you yeah. probably did. She's like, oh, you like that, do you? It's 7,560 credits special for you today. I'm sorry. This is far more than the market bears. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. That's what the market is here. Oh, no. Is everything going to cost more on this planet? Oh, fuck God this, fuck this planet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the outlet stores. Uh, <laughs> uh, while this is happening and Koala realizes that this lady doesn't know who the goddess of pirates are and uh-huh. just dressed like this and generally trying to screw us over, is going to use sidereal influence to meditate in the back because he's looking at what he wants to buy. That's going to add a D6 to an attempted diplomacy Ooh. check Yay. to move her. Uh, new, so. okay. new ability. Uh, yeah, I just haven't used it. We haven't really, but oh. yeah, new for new for for Elliot at level three. Um, <laughs> here we go. Do it. All right, so that's twenty two plus four is twenty six total. Ooh. And what do you say to her? Listen. Oh, this is diplomacy? Yeah. 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 I was gonna threaten her life, but then I realized what skill check I rolled. That's yeah. Hey, just tell her that's your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Don't you know me? I'm Qualo, the three-eyed and three-armed. I uh, know other pirates, but I was too obnoxious to ever leave the rock until these morons picked me up. And now I'm here in your shop. You must give us better prices. Well, let me ask you, if you're a pirate, if I were to go to your planet, do you think I would pass as one in my outfit? I think you look rather dashing in the outfits. Very cute, but also very strong. Did you say cute? Yes. No one's ever called me cute. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Get out of my (laughs) (laughs) I like you. I believe I can trust you. You know what? Just for you and your friends. 10% discount on hey. everything. Yeah. I, I think 
I think I, I, I had given you the wrong price. Well, what did I say? Seventy-five, sixty for mm-hmm. that? No, no, no. It's actually sixty-three hundred. But for you, take another ten percent. Wow! Wow! wow. wow. Nice work. That was wow. so nice. Perhaps someday you could show me your pirate planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could drink ramen yo-ho-ho ho with Bismara. You're just thinking about how little this person Bismara. knows about <laughs> It's incredible. Well, maybe we could get a drink later if you're not busy, but I don't want to push my luck. I would like to buy this Fotino crystal I see right here. Oh, yes, 10% off whatever the book price is. Beautiful. And I am going to a costume party later if you'd like to join me. Yes, dear. What are you dressing as? I. a pirate. <laughs> no, that's your work costume. No, your costume is so good, he forgot. Oh, I were dressing I him. thought you were an actual pirate. I thought this oh, Wait. You are also. I can't see too good. Is that a real pirate over there? <laughs> yes, Doctor. Is that, that pirate? Is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I guess it's working. I'm going to win best costume for sure. <laughs> and it won't be Sally Jacobs again this year. It'll be I. Bonesmith Jacqueline. What did Sally Jenkins go as last year? A California raisin. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweat all award. It was amazing. It's actually so appropriate for an undead planet that it would be a raisin. <laughs> California raisin. One first place. <laughs> what did you go as last year? I went as a pirate. But this year I really stepped it up. I put an eye patch on. That'll win for sure if it's duped you. <laughs> so, if you'd like to join me at said party, come and pick me up at five. Oh, uh, yes. I would love to. Yay. I would as well. Be sure to, oh, be sure to wear a costume. <laughs> I'm wearing a costume. What are you? You can't tell. <laughs> I'm going as a vest. <gasps> what? I'm just kidding. I'm actually... Oh, I was going <laughs> to ask you to take off your mask. <laughs> Very believable. <laughs> this is... All right, buy what you want. <laughs> Come back. Take me to the party. Does she have any dashkos? Oh, I've got all the dashkos you could ever need. Does she have an advanced dashko? I don't have that one. Oh, oh nice. Man. <laughs> so I'm, I'm debating. So an advanced dashko mm. is just a... It's 2d12 damage. Oh, wow. God. Wow. Could also go, though, with a uh, a red star plasma dashko. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Which now you look like the cover of the Starfinder. Yes. Uh, which is, yeah, it's, I think it's a flame dashko. But that, the uh, the plasma one does uh, one only 1d10 damage, but it's uh, energy and f- it's flame and E. What's E? Electricity. Electricity and flame and it has the severe wound critical. Oh, oh that's so badass. But are we for real? Oh, yeah, but I mean, you have to roll natural 20, you know? Yeah. Is it still, As opposed to getting 2d12 every time you hit? It's, the, uh, the other one is not unwieldy, so I could take a tax of opportunity. Oh, that's, yeah. That's good, yeah. too. Yeah. But it's only 1d10. It's oh. I'd be going down in damage. Oh. Oh, the 1d10 is not unwieldy. Exactly. That makes sense, yeah. Like that's it. cool, too, though. Yeah. Most yeah. of the people you stand and trade blows with don't run away from you. Like, it's it's the attacks of opportunity. You haven't missed that many because of being unwieldy. A few. 
I have huge. Been you, that, when yeah. she is closed on people with like guns, oh, yeah, right. with ranged yeah, weapons, yeah. and they try to get away from her. I don't know, the two D twelve though sounds really so, good, so yeah. sexy. Uh, you get your minimum damage at two, which is great. I always love anything with multiple damage dice because at least you're never just doing like one point yeah, plus, well, your bonus. plus your bonus, and then you get up to twenty four at the top, buddy. I think I can't. Turn, I think I can't turn that. All right, I'm gonna. Do you have an advanced Doshko? I do. Ten percent off just for you. I'll take it. All right. Ching, ching. There you go. I'll do a buy for custom price. Um. Okay. So PG's gonna try again. Hey, uh, cutie. Yes. Um, I. Uh, so, do we really get ten percent off the book price? You sure do. Oh, nice. So, I will. I want uh, to fix this uh, weapon, this okay. plasma rifle, and my friend Dax here will pay for it uh, with his UPBs, and then I will. <laughs> <laughs> And then I will buy a <laughs> Apocalypse Crystal Least. Wow. Gives me, and I chose that one. I was It was really hard to choose a crystal for Solarians. There's so many of them, and I feel like they're all kind of... So what drew you to this one? I think we're, we're in the same area. Apple Apocalypse Crystal Grant. Yeah. So, and, I th- and it gives a critical corrode 1d6 and a damage plus 1d4. Hmm. Awesome. And so it's not really cool, but... Um, but, it's pretty um, cool. But it's cool. But uh, and then I'm gonna get um, soul fire infusion because that's uh, you can use that specially for solarians and and put that into your crystal. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. And then um, and then I'm gonna get an ability crystal for my charisma, so I have more charisma damage. So overall, I'm gonna get a lot of more damage. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's and yeah, awesome. so everything is 10% off thanks to That's amazing. Uh, Qualo's, Qualo's awesome. crushing it. That's awesome. Thank Perfect. you, Qualo. Thank yeah. you, Qualo. You're welcome. Finally, appreciation. <laughs> uh, and Qualo's crystal is going to be the Fotino crystal, which is going to add 1d4 fire and add a burn critical. Um, the Fotino crystals are really cool. They're these solar wisps. Uh, that are shed uh, portions of themselves, and then people go out into great dangers and capture them. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Anybody else buy anything? Yeah, how much do fusions cost? I'm, I'm a little confused on the price here. Are you looking at putting one in your Dashko? The one I just bought, yeah. It depends on the item level. Like, uh, I'm sorry, your weapons level. So what, what level is the Dashko? The Dashko is 7th level. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. So that's uh, 1500 I got fifteen sixty, but you, the book says fifteen. Uh, fifteen sixty, no, fifteen sixty, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. you get ten percent off. Boop, boop. Still too rich for my blood. I want to save up for some other stuff. Uh, Skid, you want anything? Uh, can anyone loan me a thousand credits? If you GM the next session, I'll give you. <laughs> okay, I totally will. <laughs> Done. Uh, yes, I can. I can lend you. Where are you getting all this money, money bags? <laughs> Uh, you know, I was thinking about. You know, you it. can't just make up how much money. You have. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it, all it's your play imagination. Money. It's yeah, play money. It's, like, you know. it's fantasy. Uh, no, I, ke- I kept looking over it, and I was like, I, I haven't bought any. I haven't bought anything since I think that's before true, though, we like, went to Castroville. Yeah, you. I didn't buy anything. You spent your money like you're. Yeah, you I was saving your allowance. I was saving it, and I got that sweet uh, machine gun from that person at the temple. Right, and then we found that sweet armor on the asteroid. Um, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I saw I sold uh, some stuff, and with the ten percent off, 
that made a big difference. That's another six hundred credits. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. That's, so, that's so that big. put me just over. So, thank you. I have. Uh, yeah, I got two hundred net left now. So, so Doctor Freese is going to buy a. Uh, he's going to get another a, um, synaptic accelerator. This time a Mark II. Wow. And he's going to apply to his dexterity. Nice. So that's Ooh. plus four dex. How much does that cost? Uh, it was with the with the uh, discount. It was fifty five thousand eight hundred fifty. Wow, that's that amazing! Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, so he has. Okay. So Doctor Friss has a twenty two decks now. We should all just sit on the ship during Starship Combat and watch you do the whole Starship Combat yourself. <laughs> just know. run from station to station. <laughs> yeah. When do your ability scores go up? Or uh, do they already go up? Immediately, yeah. No, I mean, when do you... Uh, like, the oh, ten, oh ten it's level, every five level. It's every five. Ten. Okay, so, so last level is, is when they all went up. Right, yeah. right. Uh, okay, very cool. All right, any other uh, shopping? No. Can, can we just... Um, I mean, we don't have to ex- tell anyone that we're doing this, but we, when you sell weapons or, like, get rid of weapons, you just do that, um, and you take the 10%. 10%, yeah. 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 Okay, just, awesome. Yep. Yeah, I sold some armor. You get 10% off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can sell them for 0%. <laughs> uh, all right, so be sure to pick me up right at 5 I'll be the one in oh, the pirate no. costume. The cute what time is it now? Costume, if I remember. And what time is it now? Uh, 4.58. Uh, no. It's, <laughs> it's, Do you uh, want us to leave and then come back so you feel like you're being picked up? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no we'll say it's like noon. Um, but remember, it's, you're, it's in its 15-day stretch of perpetual darkness, so it's night all the time. Uh, okay. But we have five hours. Yeah, you got five if hours. We, if we have the best of intentions. Yes. Yeah. You'll pick up the cute pirate. I would love to. Jack I mean, I, maybe Troy would hate this, but I would love to go so to a, a Eox party. <laughs> a Eox costume party. <laughs> it was the mash. It was the monster mash. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting around with, like, red solo cups, like, <laughs> trying to make small talk with <laughs> skeletons and shit. <laughs> you see the guy with the head. The next song is just zombie, zombie, zombie. It's on repeat. Uh... All right, so you head outside and you walk up to the Ministry of Eternal Vigilance. And we'll see you next week. Oh! 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 A whole episode of Shock. Oh my God. That's my kind of episode. That's my kind of episode. We are living in a material world. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 